This call is being You are recorded. Locked On Browns, your daily podcast covering the Cleveland Browns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Um, I'm sure everybody uh, mixed bag of emotions today. Uh, still, you know, riding the high and the success of this franchise. Um, and of course, you know, today's news, which we're going to get to today. Um, as I told you guys all earlier today on social media, we were going to have a, a first time guest today. Um, I've been a fan now for a while. Um, does a fantastic job with the Set the Eds. Set the Edge Sports and Entertainment Podcast, um, uh, writer over at Awful Announcing. Um, to her, I mean, to all of you guys, she probably shouldn't be you know, a stranger. Um, but I'm looking forward to having her here. And look, this is a big week. We're going to try to get you guys out as much content as we can, um, as much as we were all anticipating this week. Um, look, nothing's going to change. In fact, there's still going to be a football game played Sunday night because come hell or high water, the NFL is going to make sure this game is played. Uh, these games are played this weekend. Miss Holly Wetzel, first things first, I appreciate you joining me. Second of all, how's everything going? Um, how is your COVID life treating you, Holly? <laughs> you know, it's going. I uh, just trying to make it through day by day. I've picked up running, which has been quite the nice little addition to my life. Helped with the stresses, especially when you're a Cleveland Browns fan. You need that, right? So <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the, the running has been a nice addition. You know, hunkering down. Not trying to do anything too crazy, following protocols. I'm a rule follower for the most part. So hanging in there, you know, take day by day. It's tough. Uh, yeah, I couldn't agree. I, look, I mean, in for I think it's all also probably a, a state of life of where you're at. You know, oh, no, stay home. Well, that's great. That's usually yeah. what I want to do almost all the time anyway. Um, <laughs> so this is kind of where we, I mean, you know, I mean, I pay for this house. I pay for the furniture. I pay for everything that's within this home. You know, I, you know. And then the other Absolutely. thing is, hey, let's, let's go to a bar. Oh, wait, great. I can spend $200 to get drunk when it costs me $12 to do that at home. <laughs> at home. And I kind of I kind of like the 10 o'clock curfew. I'm okay with it. I'd rather, you know, do some day drinking, get through it, go home, get a good night's I, rest, right? I truly understand. Both our daughters were supposed to be out on New Year's Eve. Um, one, her friend has celiac disease. She knows there's things she can't eat. She ate them. Started to profusely throw up. My youngest daughter was home by 7 o'clock. It was quarter to 11 on New Year's Eve. My wife said, where are you doing? I'm going to go to bed. You're not going to watch the ball yeah. drop? I've seen it. I'm assuming it's going to drop. And when I wake up, it'll be 2021. Um, but yeah, get a little late for me. She said, well, you don't even have to work tomorrow. Yeah, that's still fine, honey. Um, right. But Holly, your article uh, out yesterday on Awful Announcing. Um, I, and this has been where it maybe it's probably going to start to get a little bit, you know, jaded, but for everybody, just that, that moment. And, and the fact that it was so, it, it was close and it was there for the taking for two to three weeks. And mm -hmm. then finally Sunday and you know, the messages I'm getting and <clears throat> just seeing the people in the crowd and, you know, you know, you seeing these old timers try to work their smartphones to probably call, you know, I mean, whether it's an <laughs> aunt and uncle tears in their eyes, taking their glasses right. off. And then obviously the whole thing with Baker Mayfield and Emily Mayfield's able apparel and uh, with the gentleman, Tom, it just so much emotion. And it, look, nobody's going to say, oh, well, we, you know, we'll, we do it all again. No, nobody would wait 18 years to go to the playoffs no. again. But <laughs> that moment, it, it's, it's just so different for this fan base, this franchise. And I did a radio spot today and he actually, you know, they actually had asked me, you know, what would it, be like if the Cleveland Browns won a Super Bowl, you know, compared to the Cavaliers, compared to the Indians. And I literally said, I'm like, look, the Indians and, you know, Cavs could probably run off two, three in a row. 
and, yeah. and none of it's going to matter. It, it, it's just different with this franchise for all this fan base has been through. The the fact that you know it, it's still going on to this day. Well, you know, and dummies like Colin Dunlap, like, nobody cares. Like right now, yeah. you can say it, but it doesn't apply. We right. don't stink. We're good. But yeah. uh, go in any article. Take us through the moment. Yeah. So you know, I I, I wanted to kind of capture what sports has meant to I think most of us this year, and especially coming from a Browns fan. You know, I when I'm writing, it's it's I'm you know, talking to obviously more of a national audience, but this one, I was like, I have to write about how it's affected me personally on being a, a Cleveland Browns fan and, and growing up in a very heavily sport family. Um, I grew up, like I mentioned in the article in a big baseball household, and my dad was one of the biggest Indians fans and still is. And being able to, as I got older, take him to the world series and telling him how much it meant to him um, and seeing his face, um, just I wish I could bottle up that moment forever. I mean, it was something that I'll always cherish and, and moments like yesterday with the Browns really took me back to that of how important it is and how much meaningful. Cause at the end of the day, with all the BS that has surrounded this year with sports, everything we've went through, especially the Browns. I mean, we have overcome so much and to finally come out on top to prove finally where we belong it's it's everything. I went through every possible emotion at the end of that game. I was crying. I was happy. I was scared. I was relieved. I felt like I could finally breathe. I felt like we all could. Um, so I, I wanted to, to capture that because sports this year has just been really, really difficult. And there's been a lot of challenges with watching sports and the, the viewership's been down. It's cost a lot of money. We can't all be together. And I think another part of sports is being together um, watching. And when that's taken from you with your families and your, and people at the stadium, that's another level of enjoyment that you're, you're not getting. And you're, I'm sitting by myself in my living room on Sunday, watching the rest of that game. Whereas you could be downtown partying with, you know, thousands and thousands of your best friends. And it's just not the case. So I think what I wanted to capture too, was just the fact that regardless of, everything that's happened this year with sports, especially how it's affected us in Cleveland with the Browns finally making it in the most insane year um, that sports is still just sports. The game is still the game. It means everything to us and you can't take that away from us. So. Uh, you know, eloquently put, and I also think in, you know, I'm not sure if first energy would still be standing right now. If it was full <laughs> for capacity on Sunday. Um, and uh, I had mentioned this last night. I, I, I just, I mean, or either that or they'd still be asking people today, Kid, guys, you got to go home now. All right. I'm glad you all enjoyed the moment. <laughs> um, but that was two days ago. You know, we got to get this joint cleaned up. Um, or right. here's a broom. Can you start doing the cleaning up? We, and we have no more beer. There's nothing left. I mean, so you're all going to have right. to go. Can you imagine if they were to be hosting a playoff game, especially during COVID? I mean, there would be the, the rule breaking would be out of control. People would not care. It would it would just be insane. So. I, I can't even imagine that thought. And, um, you know, it's just been, it's been so much fun um, seeing them finally be able to, um, you know, kill that drought. So finally. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm trying to put it in, you know, perspective to, you know, to my children. I'm like, well, you weren't alive. No, I did not know your mother. Uh, you know, yeah. Where, where were you living then? Uh, I had a little crappy apartment that I was living in at the time. 
Um, mm -hmm. But the range of emotions. And then, you know, Baker Mayfield, obviously, you know, on the quarterback keeper around the edge and then just realizing that it was real. And, you know, chills, you know, goosebumps. I mean, I even had them like that probably since my wedding day. It just, for this franchise, it's just always been the, you know, the lovable loser to so many people yeah. and this fan base who's totally okay with it. They really are. Mm -hmm. it, it, nobody was going anywhere. Um, this franchise is still loved. It's adored. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for every one of these people, oh yeah, well, just you wait. Next year's our year. Next year, next decade's our year. <laughs> one of these, and, you know, like and my father used to use this phrase was with me when I was a kid, when we would ask for something that was out of our, yeah, you know what? The next Sunday that falls in the middle of the week, I got you. Well, you know mm -hmm. what? This was the year that Sunday yes. fell in the middle of the week. And during mm -hmm. the absolute worst of times. I mean, Browns fans would have been okay with another subpar season because you're not getting to do anything else. You can't leave your house. Um, mm -hmm. So at least you have that three hours per week to get this team, get to see this team play. Um, and we're going to get into this a little bit more. We're going to get in, obviously, you know, to some of the characters that we've you know gotten to enjoy this year and the growth of some of these players. But it just the the emotions, pure mm -hmm. emotions from Sunday and realizing that, you know, no longer, you know, are you going to be the butt of the jokes and, you know, whatever. Oh, third place in the AFC. I don't care. Oh, well, the Steelers got in ranked higher than you. So did Baltimore. Don't care. We got the right. ticket. We're in the building. Right. We got the job done. Right. And that's that's the most important thing. And I think what also makes it so special is that we've been kind of riding this, especially this year with this team pretty closely and every week, you know, I love that one and all mentality that they have. And I think that it, it's, it's been kind of a new week every week because something new also was happening. There's just always been new developments and we have been going through injuries and obviously a lot of COVID issues. And every week you feel like you've just been kind of riding this with them. So as we've gotten week after week, closer and closer, and it felt like we all accomplished something like we all waited it out. We all went through, trudged the mud through it together and we were able to celebrate. Um, I think it was just such a major, major relief. I know for me, I, I literally like sighed as loud as I could. <laughs> and I was like, wow, you know, I mean, anxiety lifted off of you of just, we finally made it and we deserve it. We, we, we didn't just get there by accident. We didn't get, we didn't back our way into the playoffs. We earned our spot in the playoffs. Well, and the other thing, and it's great how you put it, you know, with the injuries, with the COVID situations, this team endured just as we we're all trying to do through these times, look, you know, all right, this isn't the greatest of weeks. All right. Well, so-and-so down the street, uncle Steve, so-and-so, you know, look, no, we can't see them. All right. Well, what's the plan for this week? And, you know, Nick Chubb out for a month, Wyatt Teller out twice, Denzel Ward out, players that were stepping up, Ronnie Harrison out, you know, linebackers, basically, uh, are you okay? Well, you three are playing. Oh, you sure? Yeah. Well, you're the only ones available. So yeah, by all means guys, get out there and do the best you can. Um, and just, right. yeah, again, the one and all mantra, which in, I think with certain regimes, and this is probably a credit to Coach Stefanski and the fact that he's you know not an older guy, he's not a blowhard, and I still feel he won mm -hmm. over these guys over the summer when he said, look, uh, your stances on social injustice, do what you please, and we are here to have your back. And you know, some players, you'll look at that and like, okay, well, let's see. But it, it wasn't it wasn't FUBAR. It wasn't BS. It, it, we truly right. are going to allow you to be individuals all we ask is that you can be the best players for us, best teammates Absolutely. when you were in this building. And that's what guys buy into. Um, mm -hmm. And we talked about this for many a time where you can't have these old blowhards 
who just say, well, this is the way we've always done it. When you're talking to 21, 22, 23-year-old right. athletes making 14 and $15 million a year, mm-hmm. um, and that's where when you get intelligent people in who say, you know, we've got to let them understand we are all on the same page and mm-hmm. it's okay for them to ask us questions and we are going to adapt and evolve together through communication. Um, and at least the success, guys. We, we, we've right. been trying to say this for three plus years here on Lockdown Browns. Starting mm-hmm. to come to fruition. We're going to get to a little bit more with Miss Holly Wetzel. Ah, we're going to get to the playoff Tuesday that sadly we got to talk about it guys we're going to get that a little bit more coming here on your wednesday edition of locked on browns this episode is brought to you by 1010 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from botswania 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful diamond ring launched exclusively on January 18th at BlueNile.com. This exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launches again on January 18th, and you can preview it all exclusively at BlueNile.com. Guys, uh, as now betonline.ag, the spread has gone from, I believe, three and a half to six. I always thought three and a half was a little disingenuous uh, for a road playoff game, seeing as, you know, you get three for being the home team. Uh, six right now. I assume it's probably still going to rise. But check out Locked On Bets. Uh, Q over there does a fantastic job. So you're looking to playoff weekend. It's a lot easier to bet when the games are synchronized and you can have all your betting in one place. Check out Locked On Bets through betonline.ag. Uh, without having a list in front of me, guys um, and gals, um, Here's who's available. Here's who not. It's almost like the the old line. Why don't you just tell us who can play this Sunday? <laughs> um, the brutal part here is, you know, you start with Coach Kevin Stefanski, um, and how you're going to go through a week without your head coach. Um, obviously, the Zoom meetings are not going to change. He can be a part of that um, for whoever is going to be calling the plays on Sunday. And I'm not going to get there yet because we have to still make sure we're there till Sunday. I'm assuming Coach Stefanski is probably going to have a heavy hand in probably scripting plays and situations. And look, I will make the card for you. I almost think like we could use that, you know, when Sheldon didn't want to go out in the world anymore and they put the iPad on the little robot. Like, can we get one of those for Coach Stefanski to like roll around the sidelines with? Um, but a difficult blow. Um, then, hey, not only did you lose your head coach, now did you lose two more assistant coaches. Oh, hey. Let's take away Kadero Hodge, of course, special team player, um, and possibly right now wide receiver three. Oh, and one more fat on the fire. As we had one more emotional moment on Sunday where Joel Batonio was brought to the center of the room for all and everything he's been through with this franchise and telling him he's finally going to the playoffs. And Joel's been on this show in the past, and you guys heard him talk about where it's just difficult to go out. Like, he's like, I, it was difficult to go shopping with, like, my wife because – you know, some fans wanted to hug you because they felt so bad mm-hmm. for you. Or there were, there were certain fans that were like, yeah, you bums, could you just win one Sunday once for God's sakes? And, it's, you know, the news of that, you know, for a guy like that. Um, and now for everybody who's asked, look, anybody who was out for last Sunday is technically within the 10-day window to return Sunday. But uh, as I've been mentioning, the Browns have been extra 
extra careful with their injuries this year. Um, there's been plenty of times, and I've talked with certain players where thought they thought they were ready to go on Sunday, and the Browns have said, no, 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 no. We'll come back next week. We'll get you as close to 100% as possible. Um, playoffs obviously could be different. The fact that you are down a lot of people certainly could be different. The fact that one of these players could possibly be Denzel Ward certainly is going to make a bit of a difference. Um, and we'll get to this part. But, I mean, you know, Holly, it's like, you know, I mean, well, first things first, you know, 2021, we just wanted you to be good. So, I mean, that was January 3rd and the stars and right. the Browns were good. Everybody forgot about COVID for 10 minutes. And then this morning before some of us even got to lunch, here was the gut punch. And I, I – Look, the NFL is going to do what the NFL is going to do. Um, but when you're talking 17 players, and I believe it's five coaches now, so when you're talking 22 of, out of about 65, I mean, that's like one of three. I mean, if something how is, doesn't – How is that not an outbreak? That doesn't make any sense to me. third. It is one third one of your third, personnel. Yeah. Right, right. No, great point. I mean, that's – that's why I don't, I mean, look, the NFL has got to really figure out, first of all, I think they screwed this up from the beginning. And I don't think that they've been that, obviously they haven't been that consistent. And I know, look, their, their defense against the Broncos versus the Ravens. Well, the Broncos had, you know, they broke NFL COVID protocols. Ravens had an outbreak. That's the difference. Well, if no one on the Browns broke COVID protocols, and now we're up 17 players in two weeks via Adam Schefter, plus, you know, five coaches, 22, as you said, how there has got to be a way to step in. And I don't know, I, there should have been a planning ahead for playoffs because what happens if it's the Super Bowl and Patrick Mahomes tests positive the day before, what do they do? Right. You, you just go on without him. For God's sakes, we're going to have to watch Chad hitting the Super Bowl. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. How can you, how can you even, it, it it, this has now become a major league issue, I think, and they have to figure out um, how to get this contained, change up their testing, or get it, 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 it. Honestly, they should have thought about a bubble and planned for it for the playoffs a while ago, or started the the um, the playoffs maybe a week later. But then you're getting into certain issues with, like, say, the Chiefs. They would have had three weeks off. You know, there's a lot of different things they could have maybe staggered it whatever that answer is, and it's not an answer that you and I are probably going to be able to come up with, but they have to look at this and, and to see that many people go down within two weeks and not consider this and even moving in it by a day would help even a day or two, you know? Um, and it just robs us of everything. If we didn't break COVID protocols, they should be pushing this. It's it's the most difficult situation. And the problem is, is the NFL is not going to wait on their money. Um, they look at next weekend and say six, six, six playoff games, because normally keep in mind this first weekend is four playoff yeah. games. So there's a, I mean, we are, you know, so not only are we dipping into this, we're dipping into this two more times with three games. Um, mm -hmm. And look, you know, for all intents and purposes, you know, Steelers fans are going to watch the Steelers in the playoffs. Browns fans are going to watch the Browns in the playoffs for the first time in 18 years. I mean, you could tell them that this game is played at 2.45 on a Monday night. Uh, everybody's going to find them a way to miraculously be off and be able to live tweet through the game. Absolutely. But it's, it certainly you know puts you know a taint onto it. And I don't know. I mean, maybe the plan was is you find the hotel closest to your stadium 
And you, I mean, look, I don't, I'm not assuming that hotels are <laughs> really full right now. Um, and you say, look, we need the top yeah. six floors of your hotel. Um, you know, everybody gets their own room. Uh, I mean, there certainly yeah. could have been ways to do this. Um, of course, the traveling aspect would have been different. And there always would have been some moron, whoever it was from the NBA, where, you know, you had to pick up the strip club chicken wings, I guess. Um, there's always going to be one more moron for every bunch. But mm-hmm. there's certainly better ways. And the other thing is, it, you know, these players are your investment. So saying, you know what, why don't you guys, for the most part, just go about your normal lives. Well, it does seem certainly disingenuous. And it's certainly with the, well, you, you guys are doing this, but you're also getting paid. But right. in the same respect, I mean, you have to show some responsibility to the the stars, the players, the coaches, and everyone else that represents that shield week in, week out. Um, look, I mean, at this point for the Browns, I mean, I don't know how much pushing it back unless it's going to be two to three weeks is really going to assist because we don't know who's truly sick. We don't know who's asymptomatic. Um, and we're seeing, unfortunately, players like Miles Garrett, who right now is obviously he's not the player he was. And he mm-hmm. and he's freely admitting that, you know, he has his difficulties. He has his struggles. Um, and then, of course, you throw in losing Olivia Vernon, who's you know basically said, don't worry about it. I- I'll wear the Superman cape. <laughs> while you try to find your way back and then use a player of that ilk. Um, look, I mean, for the most part, yeah, like I, I want to, you know, I want to go to like 10 year old me and kick everything <laughs> and cry, piss and moan. But I'll tell you right now and Holly, I'm, I'm going to be, you know, come, you know, 745 stroke at eight o'clock Sunday night. My mouth's going to be going like, you know what? I don't care. Find a way. Screw Pittsburgh. As everybody. Pittsburgh. Right. Right. You know, we're coming here and, you know, we'll find a way to take Ben Roethlisberger from 37 years old to 73. You old bastard, you're going to get knocked to the ground. It's going to be the worst Mm -hmm. thing that ever happened to you. But, you know, but again, you know, for the city of Cleveland and its fan base, would it be anything other than, you know, hey, you're going to have to go in this really, really shorthanded. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm hoping now at this point that, look, it's I think Jason Lloyd tweeted um, from The Athletic, you know, good thing good thing about this is that it's Tuesday. The bad thing about this is that it's only Tuesday. So there's, there's a lot of adjustments that still can be made because it's early in the week, but at the same time, are there more tests, you know, are, are there more positive tests I should say. So we're kind of in this weird limbo moment right now, but, um, and I have been quite down about it today. Um, and I just got a, I got a text from my brother. He sent me, um, Jim Rome's nice little monologue. Jim Rome's like, by the way, are like, ultimate hype man um the browns hype man and Jim, Jim um, is all in all in he is and he said you know i love this he said this crew has been forged in fire they're battle tested they've gone through all these losses they're better for it they're stronger for it iron sharpens iron they are ready to swing their sword and i was like i got chills again my brother's like don't worry we got this we got this you know so i, I i'm with you like if, if this is the end i'm hoping that uh, this is the end i'm hoping that this is where the positive tests stop and we can just reassess and i do believe that stefanski's contingency plan it, he is i have full faith in him so i do feel like whatever he has set up should hopefully not affect us as much as maybe we think it is and as much of a blow it is because if anyone deserves to be there it's him um so i i I really do think that come sunday if if we're able to make the adjustments that we need if we have this contingency plan in place that we are going to be able to get through this because honestly pittsburgh's good don't get me wrong but they're not that the i think the ravens are better 
So I, I'm, I'm confident, you know, I, and I think they played well last Sunday with Mason Rudolph and we still got it done. Um, and I still think we played a little bit reserved last Sunday. So I'm, I, I think we're ready. I have full faith in Baker. Baker's got Baker's going through that with that chip on his shoulder, that attitude, you know, that we love why we drafted him. And I, and I think he's full on mission and I think they're going to go out there. I'm just really hoping that it stops at this point because, and I'm, I'm afraid that it's not, um, so we'll see. Good thing it's Tuesday. Bad thing it's only Tuesday. So, yes. And Jason also had a fantastic one. You know, I believe the other one was I am a uh, I am a paid professional writer, and I literally do not know how to write about any of this right now. Yeah. Um, again, as you know, as as great as the storyline was Sunday, and you know, if you kind of trying to turn it into a miniseries, they like, get out of here. It's just too damn sappy. Um, the news of today, it'd be like, well, no, nobody's going to believe this, that oh, everything happened for the lucky underdog, you know, Hoosier style. And then this happened. And, oh, no, 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 no. We're actually mm-hmm. going to get to a little bit more in-game. Um, it's Holly started to tease it a little bit. We'll get into that here. Um, and I, I do think there are some things, uh, you know, that maybe this team can do that, you know, and it may be beneficial that they are facing a team. Um, that they literally have just faced last week. We're going to get to that here and more as we continue as Holly Wetzel joins Locked On Browns. Are we ready for some football? <laughs> I guess right now we're as ready as we're ever going to be, folks. College football, Monday night. Ohio State versus Alabama, perhaps as COVID, maybe kicking around there as well. Um, and obviously the NFL playoffs all weekend long. There's only one place. That has you covered and one place we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON, all caps, no space, for your 50% welcome bonus. Uh, for you Browns listeners, look, there's two games of existence that you are probably interested in. Obviously, Sunday night, Cleveland Browns headed to Pittsburgh Steelers. And Monday night, Ohio State Buckeyes versus the Alabama Crimson Tide. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Visit our good friends and exclusive partners on Twitter at betonline underscore AG to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account. And again, the promo code LOCKEDON for your sign up bonus bet on line now some things that i'm taking away from sunday uh now coach stefanski had basically hinted at this and pretty much put it out there Uh, nick chubb wasn't used as much as he felt because he was looking into the future um things i'm thinking right off the bat is if you can possibly run the ball here you are probably going to try to run the ball 35, 40 times. Um, yes, not having Joel Batoni is going to not, you know, aid in that. Um, we'll see who's actually going to end up playing left guard because it's certainly not going to be the rookie Nick Harris who was placed on injured reserve today. But in order to slow down Pittsburgh, you're going to have to make Ben Roethlisberger a spectator, um, have him watch the game more than he plays it. And look, every, most people were around for meetings last week, Holly. Whatever practices they were, these guys were there. Some of the guys coming back. I don't think you're going to differ too much. It's going to say, all right, well, you have all the notes from last week, so let's study the living daylights out of those. And now here's what we're going to add to this. You know, We're just going to add. We're not going to basically give you a whole new 
Uh, offense, defense, here's some things. It, it's probably good for the Browns that the Pittsburgh Steelers don't run the ball really well, which is an advantage to them. We got to see rookie Jacob Phillips last week, who maybe the first linebacker I've seen this year for the Cleveland Browns, who literally looked like he was shot out of cannon running <laughs> after people, which was impressive to see. He, he was my guy before the draft. They drafted him. It's been a rough rookie season for him, but certainly got a chance to rewrite the script here over these last few weeks. But it probably aids with and the fact, and they've already hinted at the fact they probably will not be in the building again tomorrow. There shouldn't be too much that has to be learned. Obviously, you need your mm-hmm. reps. You need to get your work in. But it's probably okay. It's probably, I don't want to say best scenario for winning, but best scenario for preparing that you're basically just going to rerun last week with some tweaks on both sides of the ball. If they can get into the facility, too. You know, I'm worried about that. What, they were in once last week or twice? Uh, um, I think I'm sorry. Practice and a half. <laughs> practice and yeah, a half, maybe. I- and they're they're closed. They were closed today. They're going to be closed tomorrow. So yeah, that's that's one thing I'm pretty worried about um, is is them getting in there and 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 actually practicing. Um, so I, that's a that's probably a larger fear of mine. Um, and and also, you know, like I said, I, I do believe that I do have faith that Stefanski is has, has this contingency plan set up and that you know we're going to just keep going as planned. It's like you said too. He's going to be part of the Zoom calls. He's still going to be up there up until the game. Um, from a, a Steelers perspective of their players, like you said, there's not, there's not so much that we're going to be shocked by or have to have to relearn um, with them, um, especially with playing them last week. They were out a couple players, obviously, obviously Big Ben. Um, but no, I don't think there's going to be any major surprises. There's not anything major learning curves, like I said, outside of Stefanski being gone. And I do have faith that we uh, we're going to be okay in that, in that sense. But um the practice part is by far probably my, my biggest worry um, going forward here. And then also just out making sure that we're not going to lose anyone else. So, uh, And look, I mean, and this could get even weirder and for, on the other side. I mean, we could hear about something from the Pittsburgh Steelers standpoint here. Yeah. Um, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, the well got pretty dry over on, on their side of the ball as well. Um, and I do believe, you know, strongly in what you're saying here with Coach Stefanski and the contingency plan. When the Browns had that scare in August where they thought they had 11 positives, you know, Coach Stefanski's, oh, I got my car and I went to this little townhouse where they have slated for, you know, we have a whole bunch of them rented for any. So it was really at the time it was like, well, wow, like, look at you nerds go. Like, wow, man, you guys got really, if I get it, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I mean, it's I analytics. Sleep in my garage. You know, yeah, exactly. maybe I'm going to sleep in the garage because nobody's going to let me in the damn house. Right. Um, but I, you know, and you truly and the thing with Coach Stefanski is when he speaks, you truly believe it. It's not I mean, because mm-hmm. we've all been through so many used car salesmen and throw somebody under the bus and just straight up liars that when you hear just straight up someone being genuine, A, we're taken aback. Uh, but B, you truly it's like, well, and then also, but when Andrew Barry speaks and Paul Deep, it's like, well, wait a minute, you guys are all on the same damn page. Everybody's saying the same words, but the voices are a tiny bit different. And mm-hmm. I, I truly believe I, I can't say whether or not they're going to win. I truly believe they think they're going to go in there and be able to give the best effort possible with whatever they have. Um you know, Andrew Sandejo, you know, maybe back. And look, I know everybody's thoughts on Andrew Sandejo. But yes, you're like a 10-year NFL veteran with right. some playoff experience. I'm with you. Yeah. 
you know, mm-hmm. win or lose. And look, I mean, I don't think he's going to be, you know, in 10 years in the league already. It's not like he's going to be around with Cleveland much longer. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, getting B.J. Goodson back. He was starting to play well before you lost him. Here's a guy who's played in playoff games. If you can get Malcolm Smith back, we're talking about a guy who was a Super Bowl MVP. Right. So these are the kind of guys that you can get back on this defense and just say, hey, kid, bad things going to happen. Keep your head up. Let's go, because it's not about one play. It's about the other 59. It's about the other 47, whatever it may be. So if you can get some of these veterans back that can keep these kids from saying, well, you know, we got screwed. No, 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 no. Get back on it. Do your job the next play. And I think they're going to be able to go toe-to-toe. Does Pittsburgh maybe have a little more experience? Um, Their receivers are obviously a pain in the butt, and, you know, coverage has been an issue. But – in this weird, weird way, as crappy as this hand looks right now, and knock on wood, let's hope this is the worst of it, I think they're going to be able to find a way to put together a good showing. Yeah. And look, like you said, the leadership there with, with veterans is, is really important. And, and that's where it's they're going to have to step up even more without Stefanski being able to be there on game day. They're going to have to. And, and that's where these young players are going to look. And, and if, if they do get panicky, this is where the leaders are going to have to step in. And, and, and let them know we got this and, and they're going to have to be that source. And, and I really believe that Stefanski has set that up too, because you know, as well as I do that all of our problems mostly have come always from the top and that's where most problems do start. And so when that's fixed and it all starts to trickle down and you can see the respect that the players have for each other, the, um, the, the protective nature they have of each other, their respect for Stefanski's Stefanski's calming nature and, and, and just, and, and keeping them focused, I think is so important. And I do, I, I do feel that these veterans are going to step up and I, well, I hope that they sure are and be that, be those leaders on game day on that field that Stefanski's not going to be able to do for them that day. It just, I don't know. It's just, it's a different brand. Um, it's a believable brand. It's a belief, it, it, the belief that it has staying power, um, and when you have your key players, Baker Mayfield, Miles Garrett, everybody bought in. That's everybody else is going to fall in line from there. Right. There's going to be times for some of these young players. And look, I mean, for <laughs> there's going to be a bunch of these players that's never tasted playoff action. But, uh, you know, it's going to be bright lights. It's going to yep. be prime time. It's knowing that your peers all over the NFL, along with everybody in the country, is going to be tuned in, um, you know, and we're not, yeah. we're not the same old Browns. We're not. If, if we have, if we're being told that and we really truly believe that we have to go in on Sunday, believing that too. And, and, and they do too. And I do think the players, I think I, I was skeptical halfway through the season. Baker wasn't really showing me too much yet. It was kind of, you know, our running game has just been phenomenal. And that's where a lot of the attention was going and we weren't seeing, the, we, but people were still kind of on the fence about Baker. At least I was, I mean, and he has just proven every week after that, the, the type of leader that he is. And so I think that if they believe there's no reason why we shouldn't believe and we have to go in that way with that mindset um, because every week, like they say, it's a one and no mentality. And I, I think that's what's also helped them achieve every single week and just continue to grow. And it's been so much fun watching them grow every week, get better every week. 100%. And you also, with your point of Baker, and we were, you know, sitting there listening to Coach Kevin Stefanski pressers on a Monday going, no, you guys don't get it. He is so close to breaking out. He is so close for the marriage of this offense. 
okay, coach, we're going to believe you on this one. But, uh, you know, yesterday was a little bit disheartening. And then you get to, you know, that first half in Nashville. And I was like, all right, coach, I'm sorry. If you speak, coach, we are going to listen, sir. I, I 100%. Yeah, I'm sorry. Wait a minute, Penn. That's right. You went to Penn. I am sorry. I will, I will, I will listen. I will listen. I will listen. Um, mm-hmm. Holly, it has been an absolute blast. I want to thank you so much uh, for taking the time out here. Please, Miss Holly. Um, oh, thank you for having me. Whatever you would need to promote. Oh, yes. Oh, thanks, Jeff. Uh, thanks for having me. Yep. Um, catch uh, um, fellow podcast friend, um, Set the Edge Sports Entertainment Podcast with myself and Andy Billman, director of the ESPN 30 for 30 Believeland, which I think we could all maybe use a nice viewing of that maybe before Sunday. What do you think? Um, may not be a bad idea. Sunday, about, yeah, <laughs> Sunday before the one o'clocker. Yes, I, I, I'm feeling that might be uh, might be a good thing to get all the the good juices flowing, all the good in, in energy into the air. So, um, yep, catch us on Wednesday nights um, at eight o'clock um, live and at uh, Cleveland and beyond. So, um, thanks, Jeff. Of course, and folks, um, look, regardless, there's gonna be a playoff game this weekend, and the Cleveland Browns are playing. Whatever right. happens. You want to know what the jokes, let them come. And for everybody, let them come. Keep coming. Sure. Whatever. Cause you can't kick us out. We're here. We are literally here and everybody. Oh my God. Did you see the 2021 NFL schedule? Yes. It's the same schedule that the Ravens and the Steelers are going to have to play. So, Oh no, we got to play the AFC North, AFC West. We got to play the NFC North. Oh, so does everybody else. Yeah, and, good. and good. And exactly. good. I'm glad. I, then you still can't say anything that we we did. We had we had a nicer schedule this year, this season, and we fucking sorry. We deserve it. We deserved an easier schedule. <laughs> As I asked Jeff before this, I was like, "Can you swear on here?" Because sometimes I swear. Um, so my bad. But um, no, we but we. I want to play those teams. I want to be up there. I, I want to be in in the in, in those lights, and I we deserve it. We belong. Well, and the other thing is making the playoffs is nice, but now it's, you know, let's start measuring ourselves about the, against these teams who are here year in year out. And, you know, look, facing the Kansas city chiefs doesn't sound fun, but uh, if you're going to measure yourself, uh, those are the teams we want to start measuring ourselves against. Um, Be the best. best, She gets it. She gets it. Uh, Lockdown Browns, iTunes, Spotify, make sure you are uh, subscribed. Um, five-star ratings, written reviews. Those are always the best ideas and helpful to your friend. Um, and uh, in social media, uh, you know, where I will tag Holly, make sure you're following Holly, the show, me, DMs are open all around. As you guys know, questions, ideas, send them on over. I know it's a crazy week. Um, health-wise, look, I'm not a doctor. Uh, you got questions about the game. Um, but the health information I have about just as much as you guys all do. Uh, with that, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.